Dude, um, I'm a little peeved, man. A little, a little peeved, a little annoyed, a little frustrated, disappointed, and fucking flabbergasted. Flabbergasted, um, huh? Yeah, yes. The 2021 <laughs> Academy Award nominations came out. Right. And um, one movie that we've spoken about here on the morgue in at great length, in great detail, The Invisible Man. Um, yes, yes. Got completely snubbed. In every category, every single category, it got snubbed. And you know which movie got every category that fucking Invisible Man should have gotten in? Which one? Promising Young Fucking Woman. Ooh, okay. So, ooh. uh, Yes. I mean, we've said it before here that it's not a, it's, it wasn't a terrible movie in, you know, in the great scheme of things in retrospect. Like, yes. So, I'm, we we weren't bashing the movie, but it was marketed towards an audience that uh, you know geared more towards the you know the horror and thriller kind of um, genre. So that's why I was very disappointed. But it wasn't a terrible movie. But I don't think it was either in the category of best actress, right? As a check of text, best actress, best uh-huh. movie, best director, best original screenplay, right? <sighs> Um and some other things. Yo, Invisible Man didn't even get a nomination for like any technical shit. Well, in okay, so there are several things that could be factored into this, right? Like Big so time. You, with with the Oscars, so the first and foremost uh schedule. Uh, Invisible Man did come out in March and a lot of the movies that do come out earlier in the year are often forgotten by the ones that come out late in the year. You know, by, by like, by, say, Promising Young Woman. When did Promising Young Woman come out? It was, like, November, right? Like, that we, yeah, we finally you, got to see it. But you know what? After it was pushed back fucking months and months. Oh, ago. yeah, yeah. But, you know, it still counts. Second of all, you know, it was the pandemic year. So I assume I wouldn't have given it that many categories, especially for something as big as the Academy Awards. But also, what what else are they going to, like, put in there, right? Like, I Sonic? Sonic the Hedgehog got snubbed, and like you know, Sonic was a good one. But you get no. Oh, I, is Sonic not in Best Anime? No, because it's, it's not, not really. A, it's like yeah, it's not yeah, an animated it, movie. Yeah, that's I, what I'm I, saying. I like, so you got that. Uh, you have, uh, and then the third factor. It just we know we know best of all that like horror isn't really recognized in that way. Like to this I day, know. to this to this day, to this day, <laughs> we still talk about Hereditary to this and how Tony. Fucking And how Tony Collette was robbed. And so this is just another, like, now, yeah, now Elizabeth Moss is robbed. Just like now she's, we we actually discussed this. Where we're like, you know what? She has the potential of becoming like a Tony Collette. Where it's just like a bomb actress who shows up and just kind of kills it every time. And there you go. And she got snubbed like Tony Collette often does. So like, I know. I'm glad she got those Golden Glows for that one show she does all the time. Oh, uh, um, yeah. She was in. 
And she's in like some Netflix movie. She did Mad Men. <laughs> yes, it was um, Mad and, Men. Right? And I think she got an award for Mad Men. And she also yeah. did um that and then um, Hand- Handmaid's Tale. Yes, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's the famous one. So um, she gets yeah. she gets her recognition, but I I totally agree that like, you know what though, but forever she'll be a genre queen. Yeah, forever. And then on, forever. honestly, honestly, one and done. That's not too bad either. Like it, hey, that's you know, I I kind of hope she messes with it more. You know, I kind of want to see what she does. Cause yeah, she was she's in really all, good. Um, she was also in um in us, wasn't she? Yes, she was. She like, was the yeah. friend. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So yeah, there you go. Friend, see, so, you know hey. what? Like I'm down with her getting some more lead stuff. She was really good. Uh, she got for sure. She got snubbed. So now we should have her and Tony Collette do a movie and uh, oh. best actress, best supporting actress. You know, <laughs> I no, I right agree there. though. I agree though. <laughs> like it is, it is definitely a snub, and it's 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 fucked up because you know, promising young woman probably shouldn't have swept. But that's what I'm saying. Like. I get that it's not for us, but also I didn't get that it was like award worthy. That's right? what I'm saying too. I'm like, oh, okay, like you know, like I get the movie, you know, right? Yeah, I, I totally get it, no problem. But it's like nothing crazy, you know. Yeah, like, it was. It's like really, like all those categories, but they seemed the Academy seemed to like, like I don't know, just the pool seemed very slim this year, but the yeah. Yeah, obviously, like, you know. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's why I'm like, but uh, I know we. That sucks. <laughs> it would have been dope honestly, if they if they gave Hubie Hall- Halloween something or or dude or, or something, you know. Dude, so that got nominated for a Razzie. <laughs> I don't. Think it wasn't Hall- that bad. I don't get that either. It I was wasn't ups- that, again. I, it's slim pickings again. You know, the pool upset. is very yeah. small, so they got to yeah. pick. <laughs> they got to pick like. A good movie to pretend it's bad. You know, so the ones, were... yeah, pretty much <laughs> the ones that the Academy didn't grab, the Razzies grabbed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, that's basically exactly what happened. Oh, uh, but but you know what's not nominated for a Razzie, right? I, well, I mean, know? yeah, right. right? Thankfully, <laughs> episode sixty-one of the Morgue, the official Corpse Feed podcast, and welcome, folks, once again. With thanks for joining us, and with me always is Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's up? Howdy, everybody. Yeah, so, I mean, this week we're starting off with the snub, Arturo. So, like, uh, yeah, I Yeah, man. You know? <laughs> and I hope it's not, uh, you know, as we get new content, I hope it's not going to be a bunch of snubs either. You know? Yeah, because there's a lot of cool stuff coming this year that should be coming, right? Like, I... I crossing I, my fingers, man. <laughs> I am crossing my fucking fingers that, uh, you know, we get this stuff that comes out. Honestly, though, they have no choice. Like, you can't push a lot of this stuff back to the next uh, year. You don't have the, you know, the cred or the clout of a Marvel or a Disney movie that can be like, you know what, let me just push this shit back. I you know? speaking of just starting off the list of like box office stuff, Black Widow yeah. is finally coming out, Arturo. Guess yeah, what? Yeah, they were like, you know what? Let's just drop it a year after we told everybody it was, you know, because theaters are 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 starting to open up. But then like Marvel, um, they said it was going to also drop on on Disney Plus with the access, right? Yeah, but it's not coming till July, so it bumped it from its May like the May thing. To July. Oh, it was bumped back. Yeah, it got bumped to July. Oh, like, so, I so was not aware of that. Yeah, no, that that was part of the whole announcement. It's doing theaters and premier access, but in July. So, ooh. Uh, uh, all right. I mean, you know, 
No, but this goes to what we were saying, where it's like, you can't push shit back forever. Like, um, another one, uh, Spiral, Book of Saw, which we've talked about a hundred times. Yeah. We're like, dude, come out already. It's actually coming out. That one's coming out in May, and to theaters. And, no, and that yeah. one got pushed forward a week, apparently. Yes, yes. Yeah, so um, it seems like a lot of movie theaters are opening uh, that weekend, which is fucking great news. I know theaters here in New York um, are now starting to slowly open up. Um, mm-hmm. I actually have my ticket to um, oh. a, God- a Godzilla versus Kong next week. Yes, um, in IMAX. That's the big one. That is the big Um, one. It's cool, though. Like, um, when I purchased the ticket, I was using the AMC list, um, the A-list app, right? So they're at 40% capacity. So once you buy your ticket, they X out the seats to the right and to the left of you. But the front is still open, you know? So my wife was like, you know, do they have sneeze guards and all that shit? And I'm like, I have no fucking clue. But this theater has been fucking closed for almost a whole year. So I'm pretty sure they um, will have everything in place to, you know, experience. I I guess the only way to avoid that would to be like sit in the back of the theater that's what i did right yeah okay yeah like yeah like i'm all the way in the back you know and then i have the seats next to me like empty which is dope so don't touch me kind of shit but again like i'm glad it's like the a-list thing so it's like the three free tickets a week kind of thing or three free movies a week you know um so if if anything listen i'll just fucking sit in my own couch at home and watch it there you know yeah that's i mean that's what i'm gonna do so you know like your your experience is gonna be a lot different than yeah Uh, you, you know you know i have to do it for the culture text (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I got to give the people out there all these fiends uh, a firsthand experience of uh, a movie going, you know, experience in New York a year after fucking theaters close. So I think it's, yeah. my, you know, it's my prerogative to do that for people. I mean, it's only going to be this year anyway. So apparently Warner Brothers. Uh, so, you know, you know, originally the deal was they you know, this this year they, they were just going to throw their whole slate out on in theaters and HBO. Max. Yeah, like, just fuck it. Just take it. They're going to throw yeah. everything to the wall and see what sticks this year. Yeah, exactly. It's just going to be cutting. It's a cutting their losses kind of year. Let's just get what we have and get yeah. it out. I mean, and, yeah, for you sure. know, it, that was all Snyder cut shit. It was just let's just get, you know, uh, I mean dipping into that for just a second it's kind of like um they had a movie ready to go they were like oh well we need content throw it out there so but yeah so this this deal's only going through this year by 2022 uh regal i think they're they're cutting like yeah they, that's not gonna be a thing anymore they're just yeah. gonna it, yeah it's so pretty much uh, the deal that they cut with them is that uh so instead of th- the usual theatrical window of 90 days, the window got cut to 45 days. So pretty much it got cut in half. So the movie's going to be playing in theaters for 45 days, and then it's going to go to the streaming, to um, to, um, to HBO Max, right? Yeah, so which, they're is, gonna which is probably fine. Yeah, it, it, they're probably going to cut the same deal with other theaters as well, which is right. – um, listen, um, I'm a theater – enthusiast so i have no problem with this whatsoever and it's cool because then you get the movie 45 days after on maxim which is if it has replay value that's a good yeah. deal too you and know? even even if it doesn't that you know those are movies that you probably wouldn't have seen you know like at, at that point you know in a normal movie year 20 movies come out per week you know and you really only go see one so you know it, you only yeah. have so much time and um yeah, there you go. Forty-five days. If you haven't seen it, it's on HBO Max. If you still want to see it, you know. Uh, 
Yeah, I dig that. Um, and um, along with uh, Spiral coming out on May 14th, we have um, – uh, did you hear that news that uh, Mortal Kombat was, like, pushing that hard R to, like, its utmost extreme? I'm curious I... if they're going to release that one in theaters. I haven't heard of Mortal Kombat in theaters. I think it's just going straight to the to the stream, well, right? Yeah, that one's also a theaters in HBO Max. That's Wait, also oh, so, a so it is going to be in theaters? Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I think I might I mean, go there you see go. that. Yeah, yeah for it, sure. You're good. You're you'll be fine. Warner Brothers is making moves though. You know, along the along that because, like we said, we spent a whole episode. Uh, we we did spend a whole episode talking about war, like Warner Brothers and DC. Oh and, my like, god, dude! Yeah, yeah, and and HBO Max content. They definitely blew moves. our load about all that <laughs> fucking comic book stuff, man. We we definitely did talk a lot about it. Uh, and uh, just but just to kind of you know. You know, and put a nice little bow on it, though. You know, they're definitely, as you mentioned, just making some moves. And they're going ahead with some projects and, and w- w- they're adding some big names. Uh, for instance, uh, for the Shazam sequel, they're adding uh, Helen Mirren as uh, the villain in that yeah. one. Which is, that's a good fucking get for them, you know? Y- yeah, I mean, she's doing Fast and Furious already. Like, yeah, why, why not? not? Like, fuck it. Like, and, uh, I, let I me bet- go a-, a tier up again, you know, t- to Shazam. So Yeah, and I bet Helen Mirren's, like, kind of over the fucking, like, actress actress shit like uh, it was like a a, a, a judy dench being yeah. riddick too right i yes, was like what yes. the fuck are you doing in riddick it's, too? You it's know? that exact same type of casting where you're like you know what you deserve this you've earned this you've worked a long career get that fucking easy blockbuster yeah, check it, you know yeah. <laughs> and, and and speaking of easy checks uh pierce brosnan is uh he was cast as dr fate in the black yeah. adam movie the, uh, I mean, led by the rock, the rock led Black Adam movie. Yeah, like to be honest, I wasn't interested in that movie. I was like, you know, because the rock, the rock is the rock, and to me, like, I think I've only ever seen him as the rock. Like, no matter what he does, he's, he's still kind of yeah, no, he's the like, rock, dude. Like, you so, know why? Because he, he he's gonna always have that eyebrow until yeah. the day he dies. So unless somebody like digitally like does the eyebrows just like they did fucking boy henry cavill and <laughs> in, in fucking and in, in weed and justice league you know no but like if if it's if it's black adam like in the comics where he's just like a super fierce and like angry dude who's like violent and just like godly you know yeah because I mean? he's like, a, like he's a bad guy he's a total heel yes exactly so if and we know Johnson can play heel, so yeah, we, yeah, totally. We know The Rock can be a bad guy, but if he's like, if he's a legit bad guy without any of his like usual on-screen like charisma shit, then I, I mean, Black Adam could be like the big one, you know? Like, so who yeah. knows? And it's gonna be great because eventually he's gonna fight Shazam. He's gonna be punching kids in the face. <laughs> yeah. You know what though? Like, I'm curious because um, Black Adam is a total heel but then he has this kind of anti-hero kind of stint in the comics as well and um, i'm curious which version of black right. adam we'll get because you know yeah. uh, since the movie since that shazam world is geared more towards like family orientated and kid stuff they might just like take this big name of the rock and make him this kind of like stone cold superhero kind of uh, persona of yeah. having, you know, being badass and kind of, you know. I'm, I'm hoping for that intense vibe. Yeah, you know, cause, me cause too. Because, like, an- anti-hero would be fine, 
But like, I want to see him as something else. That's what I'm saying. Like, you all see, I've seen. But him. but this is why this project then is like not what you want for him at all. Then because if uh, if he's playing Black Adam, they're they're eventually going to have to you know to meet. They're eventually going to have to have a meet with Shazam. So oh yeah, th- that means they're in the same universe. So this is not going to be that dark Black Adam kind of oh. world destroyer kind of dude that no, we it- see. It you know? wasn't that like it. I I want that in like the first movie at least. Yeah. I want I want to see Black Adam like punch Hawkman in the face because there's a Hawkman. In yeah. It. Yeah. Doctor Fate's in it. I want to see Black Adam versus Doctor Fate. Dude, a, like a, a Pierce Brosnan Doctor. There's Fate. Like, a fucking sweet fucking arc in the comics where Black Adam comes out and him and Superman just go toe to toe, bro. You, you, I mean, shit. That's fucking uh, fucking. That was a boss fucking fight. Because it's Superman's one big weakness is magic, you know. Yeah, and no. there you go. Like that's what I'm saying. The, the, you're you're right. The potential's there, regardless of direction. If they do go, I just hope I I want that little bit of edge. That's what it is. Like I I hope like the, he's huge. Like that's the thing is you can you can easily make that like kind of scary dude you know it's crazy mean? how big he's gotten though. That's the, what I mean. Like after his stint in pro wrestling. Dude, you know oh how big he like how just massive dude so did his you silhouettes gotten. did you see the tweet where he's like i ripped the fucking i ripped my gates off like i ripped yeah, my fr- i saw like, that that was fucking the- <laughs> fucking barbarian dude he's the, the fucking gate was stuck and he was like oh you know what just let me like completely remove it with my bare hands dude he's a fucking that's dc superhero super villain shit so like i'm down with it and uh you know, there, there, there are just some things that fit, like, the actors, like, um, <laughs> so Evan Peters, you know, who was at, like, the center of, uh, of fucking, fucking uh, uh, what's his face, Quicksilver. Yeah, you know, we'll get into fucking all that. Fucking Pietro. Yeah. Fucking uh, American Horror Story Boy. He's gonna be, well, speaking of, he's gonna be in another Ryan Murphy show, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, but, like. I feel like we get Jeffrey Dahmer projects like every year. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like there's something like oh, like, the, I, like there's a lot. Oh wait, I know no, that, um, no, wait, no. Is it Te- it's Ted Bundy? It's Ted Bundy here. stuff. We got a lot of Ted Bundy stuff. Yeah, Just, yeah. We, we got that that um, Zach Efron movie, right? Yeah, which I actually saw the other day. Just because I was interested to see what what kind of angle and perspective they uh, they um, took with that thing, and you know what, it was you know, it was alright. It wasn't oh. it wasn't um, it was kind of it was almost two hours, right? And I yeah. I wanted like more. If you're gonna make a movie about fucking Ted Bundy, you gotta like show me some good stuff. Like there is some stuff near the end, right? Like some good gore stuff like that. But like the whole movie is just very blah, you know. Yeah, Great all that all that stuff's usually whack, dude. Yeah, like, so um, I'm I am hoping this uh, Dahmer one is cool. Uh, I know the last guy who played Dahmer was fucking Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, right? Oh, you're, you're thinking oh, Jeremy Renner, that's right? Jeremy Renner, yeah, Hawkeye, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Hawkeye, yeah. So he fucking played Dahmer in a movie. Um, oh. years ago I, I haven't seen it but I know uh, I, I remember seeing his face on the cover on Netflix passing by the movie but uh, I so mean, yeah, you know, yeah what, whatever I mean. but I, I I hope this is cool like it's a um, it's a miniseries so it, it's probably like a six or eight episodes or something yeah, like that yeah cause like Ryan Murphy's a toss up like some you, you yeah. know, sometimes you get Nip Tuck sometimes you get Glee 
Sometimes you get like yeah, it's again. Those are very two different shows. Sometimes you get American Horror Story season one. Then sometimes you get season two, and then sometimes you get like um, American Crime Show. Yeah, (laughs) sometimes you get Freak Show, and then sometimes you get the People versus OJ Simpson. You know, so it's like listen, you see which take he's going in, but uh, it's a Netflix show, so I'm pretty sure it's gonna be you know TVMA kind of shit. Yeah, uh, he, so that's they, the only kind of you know they give him free reign basically, like to do whatever he wants. I'll and, watch yeah. it, and good yeah. for Evan Peters, you know, good for him. I'm glad he's he's doing projects. He was dope in, in American Horror Story, so I'm glad he he has a bunch of shit. Oh yeah, he's doing. no, he's he's set, dude. Like he's fine in yeah. terms of work. He's good. Yeah, and another uh, a TV show that's uh, um, in the works. I'll let the right one in TV show. Um, Ooh, okay, and uh, they're doing uh it's kind of like a prequel you can say i believe they're doing the story of the actual little girl who became a vampire and uh, how that all came to be you know because we know um, right. as you know in the original let the right one in and the remake um, which is also sim- good which is yeah. also good yeah um it, yeah. it's a similar story which uh, goes up uh, with uh you know the little boy meeting that little girl who moves into this you know apartment building yes um yes. so I think they're going to be focusing on on that little girl and how she came to be, which is uh, which is cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't along, know why you know no, no one really asked for it. Yeah, like along other prequels, like it's the first thing that comes to mind is like that's not a story I felt like I needed. Yeah, I, I, you know, I never like I never yeah. once thought like during the original and the remake where I was like I wish I wish knew I, I was like I wish I knew more about her, but like. You kind of get to know that little girl in both versions, like uh, with that relationship. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like you, to to me, like seeing this from the outside, like I I got everything I needed out of that story yeah. both um, times. Like that's that's the problem too. I'm, you know, I'm hoping I'm wrong, and I'm and, and they're just doing a, a story about a girl. You know, yeah. and uh, and her father or whoever. I mean, you know, maybe I, know. I mean maybe the origin story will work. Who knows, right? Like, maybe that'll be good. But at the same time, when you say origin story and when you say, oh, it's a prequel set before the movie, and you're I just know, like right? instantly like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. Um, Dude, so, like, speaking of, like, sequels and prequels and reboots and remakes and all that stuff. So, so the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre that we've talked about here before. Uh, so that one's being... Uh, being developed as an official sequel, they're they're approaching it as a sequel. Yeah, and uh, Fanny Alvarez is producing, which is you know, uh, Evil Dead. He, you know, I wish he was directing. I would love to see his take on like in Texas, like after that blood rain. Like imagine that in like a Texas oh Chainsaw God, Massacre. With, Just with the the chainsaw scene. There's a chainsaw scene uh, in the fucking yes. movie for God's sakes, you know. But uh, so it's gonna be approached as a sequel with like an old man Leatherface, which. It, that doesn't make sense, you know, because the whole thing is he puts on other faces. Yeah, you know, it's just going to be an old guy like, putting on faces. But I get it. I guess the way he explained it kind of was a bit off because you know, um, it, I guess it's just the family's continued living, and he's cut maybe the last you know guy alive. Yeah, but like it's I supposed mean, to be a direct sequel to uh, yes. all the events that happened in the in the original, which is awesome. Um, so they're scratching, you know. 
part two and I mean, all, all that other stuff that happened. That's the you know that's the nature of these movies nowadays, yeah. right? Yeah, like, no, it's, it's just like oh, let's like... just forget what happened, you know, in the other sequels and make a, another part two. It, it happened to Halloween, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It it's like, it's just follow, it's and following it's happening the Halloween to, um, What's he doing? Uh, David Gordon Green is doing something else. That's just oh, uh, uh, was, was it Hellraiser it, or something? It was Hellraiser, right? Like it, it was Hellraiser. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, you know, that, that's cool if you want to like erase history and shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but at least like, make it good. You know? Yeah, like uh, I think we've actually said this on the show before too. Like I. At the end of the day, I don't care what they do. Like, I'm still going to watch it. Just make yeah. it entertaining. Yeah, like, just make, make it, it good, make it you know? Work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah um, just, just make it good. make it worthwhile of kind of not wasting someone's time seeing a remake, but just because, again, why would I want to see the movie that was already good? If I see this new one, it could be bad. So you have to kind of just pitch it in a way where it's different enough where i'm like huh that seems interesting i I wonder what else they did with that you know what i mean yeah because like leatherface isn't exactly like a a thought-provoking kind of killer yeah no and um, he's not he's not one that uses brains either that's kind of the whole that's the whole deal yeah right he more along the lines of eats them you know yeah so Um, (laughs) yeah so so i'm curious like yeah uh, he's gonna have to have somebody that kind of is taking care of him you know yeah because like an older version doesn't like that's the thing where like it doesn't immediately appeal to me as like an idea because like in in the terms of texas chainsaw massacre even the remake one with uh with jessica beale i think it was the remake one that she was yeah in. yeah that one wasn't one. so bad that had some uh had some you know what was really good the one with uh with uh jordana brewster yes uh yes, the, the uh, beginning right yes dude that See, was surprisingly good and, and that's the thing right like Le- uh, leatherface is just kind of like you you know what you're getting so like an old one are we getting what we're getting but slower like what is what is him you get what i'm saying like what is him being old like change like where does that change the character like, yeah you know. you know what it had to have if they're doing an old version that means that they've gotten away with a lot of murder you know what i mean so yes. maybe that kind of is what guides the story. You know how he's kept a low profile, maybe. Oh, you know okay. after all those like fucking missing kids and missing persons reports and all that junk. You know. So there so, you go. See, I don't you, know. You found an interesting angle with. I don't know because I know he's uh, been like a, a butcher before and stuff like that. In in mm-hmm. in, in other incarnations, he, like, he was born in like a, a slaughterhouse, which is ridiculous. Um, and then he's been like working in slaughterhouses before, so maybe um, that's how they do a living. Maybe they moved somewhere in Texas to keep on going. Um, I don't know, but um, I'm surprised Rob Zombie hasn't remade Texas Chainsaw Massacre yet. No shit, I was it's, just gonna it's say right that. up. It was... It's right up his alley, but pretty much it's Devil's Rejects if you think about it. You know, because yeah, the Firefly family is pretty much the same shit. What did you call it? Like Kentucky Fried Horror or something yeah, like Kentucky that, right? Yeah, Kentucky Fried Horror, yeah. Yeah. That's zombie <laughs> shit, legit. Or Southern Fried Horror. No, it's not, no, I think it was Kentucky Fried Horror. I think it was Kentucky Fried Horror. Yeah. Um, uh, Pan Pending, trademark. I don't have to Yeah, word, right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, folks... Uh, now, well, without further ado, our main attraction for tonight. Tonight, we're going back in time. I think, uh, what year is, are we going back to the text? Is it 
uh, 2007 or is that oh. too far back? It was 2011. Wow, was, 2011, yeah. dude. Because uh, Kong versus Godzilla is coming out, and one Adam Wingard is responsible for the directorial credit on that movie, we decided to go back and take a peep at uh, your next. And um, yes. if you guys haven't seen your next, stop what you're doing. Stop this right now. But come back later. Right, I, I come back in 90 minutes. Yeah, no, <laughs> pause this, come back yeah. and check us out uh, to hear a combo. So yeah, so just real quick, if, if you're not familiar, it's a family dinner um, that went uh, surprisingly fucking bad, pretty yes. much. Um, and, uh, you know, spoiler alert, we're going to be fucking just breaking this thing down. Oh yeah, no, um, yeah. this like uh, full, full spoilers with this, it's been like, it's been 10 years at this point. Yeah, okay, dude, it's been yeah. 10 years, and it's uh, watching it again um, in a way just to, you know, just watching it uh, critically instead yes. of just kind of s- sit down and enjoy it. You definitely notice certain things, negative things um, in the movie that uh, you didn't notice or feel the first time around. Yeah, like, uh, if if this was your first time checking it out, you'll probably, like, you'll definitely have a much better time. Because you know, both uh, you and I both did. I, I feel like um, I feel like seeing this ten years ago, I was like very impressed, and yes. like yeah. a lot of it still is because it's so. Like you said, it's a family dinner that goes horribly wrong. But the big thing is, it's a home invasion, which yeah. is a very difficult thing to pull off. Like uh, in terms of like in terms of good home invasion movies, there are very few. Right? Like there's there's what like the strangers. Yeah, I mean, uh, but even The Strangers was based off of um, a Spanish movie, right? Yeah. Um, Which was a little different because uh, it was like a wooded area instead of that like neighborhood kind of thing they did. Yes, yes. Um, But yeah, but home invasion movies are, as you mentioned, it's difficult because you have to kind of close every loophole yes you know you have to you have um, to literally think about every yeah. little thing you know because if um like so like just jumping into your next uh like you said it's a family dinner so we we get about so a very interesting note uh is that the first like on-screen death happens 27 minutes in so huh. if you if you look at the opening scene they're not on screen they just kind of happen yeah because like the so the first girl you know um Oh, also, you get some boobage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get you get a very like you know it was it was gratuitous. It, I, that's a yeah, like it was very not necessary. Honestly, that's the critical stuff. Scene, like you know? watching it again, I was like, what is, why is it, this it was here? very just like it's like hey man, I'm I, I'm gonna put this in the first scene, man. You know, fuck yeah, them. You know, <laughs> it was it was very it was very 2011. Like yeah, watching yeah. it, I was like, oh okay, this is that kind of yeah, but, but uh, yeah, but. After that first sequence, you know, where you get the, the boobage and sexy stuff, you know, um, <laughs> no, but you get y- this once, you know, like you get the scene where this chick puts on this song on repeat, right? Which continues throughout the movie, which I think is pretty dope. Actually, Yeah, that's a good um, detail. And yeah. Adam Wingard does a good job in terms of setting up how these killers kill. You know? Yeah, because that's the thing. Uh, but that's what I mean. That first scene. You don't get the you don't get the kills on screen, right? Like so, the guy comes out, he sees her dead. He die like the guy dies, but then it turns into the uh, the title screen. Yeah. yeah. So like you or the title card, like you you we don't get to see 
someone dying, but you see the process. Like, you already, like, you get the nuggets of the process in there. But we don't see anybody die until, like, 27 minutes in. And why that's important, for another reason later, for another stat I'll bring up, but um, why that's important is that's 27 minutes of, like, getting these people into this one location. Like, yeah. that's tw- that's 27 minutes of, like, setting up these people. So... That's, These trash people, by the way. Yeah, no, that's the other thing, right? You have a lot like, of <laughs> shitty fucking characters here, man. Like, like I'm not saying that the actors did a sh- uh, you know a shitty job. I'm just saying the characters oh, yeah. they're portraying are just shitty, and they did a good job of, of portraying these shitty people. Oh yeah, no, man. if you yeah, like so that's that's one thing I do want to talk about too. Like watching it again ten years later, like and like noticing all of that stuff where I was like, man, I really don't care about anybody. <laughs> yeah, dude, like I absolutely agree. I was like, all right, let's let the slaughter begin. And I'm like, who's dying first again? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was just like that because you just didn't give a shit about these characters. There was, there was not much redeeming about any of them. Even our final girl, you know what I mean? Even her, yes. you know, she doesn't give off a good impression of like, Oh, I'm going to have to care about this person later on. Um, she's she yeah. kind of just abruptly gets thrown into that role because, you know, she was raised in a survivalist compound pretty much, you know? Yeah. Like that's something I didn't notice the first time. I, I did, I did not remember that detail. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I thought it was just like kind of cool Final Girl stuff where she was just like going on instinct to kind of figure oh, shit out. Oh, you turn the you switch know? on, right? You turn the yeah. switch on and she becomes fucking uh, uh, Sydney, right? <laughs> yeah, like, you, you know, because I've always liked that in, in, in horror movies in general because, you know, when you think about it, you're like, oh, why are they doing this? But yeah. the, the big answer is to make the movie happen. And the, the second answer is, you know, when you're when you're like on those heightened emotions like what kind of what kind of person are you yeah exactly so but it's like i was saying about the loopholes right yes yes. Um, this was one of them so yes they closed that loophole by just saying hey listen she was raised by her father from a very young age to survive on her own um in case like you know the world pretty much fucking ended so that kind of explains why she's fucking superwoman you know yeah and so like going back to the 27 minutes of establishing all these people that's kind of thing it's like it's it depends on how much you're into like these terrible people i agree you really didn't need it um because they're all just trash like even like but like i said aside from our final girl um uh, who was it it was one of the dude's wives like he was like oh where did your brother find that girl you know like um, it, it reminded me of Ready or Not in terms of like how yes. the, the characters respond to this outsider. You know, it's like oh, like like where did this trash come from? It was it's it, it was very weird, and the fact that hey, you you just met her, yes, you know? like, yes, and and it's not like she wasn't trying to be nice to people. She was trying to fit in, and she was excited to be around people. So I don't understand why like they were like oh, who's this fucking girl? You know, but then. On the opposite end, the fucking guy Felix, one of the guys responsible for this, for the f- craziness of the movie, he has this fucking girlfriend, Z, right, who's, like, smoking a cigarette when he meets his mom, right, and totally yes. looks like a fucking piece of trash, 
you know, yeah, like, and totally I, I think, looks like crazy. Yeah, what they were, I think what they were trying, what they were trying to do, uh, so the the whole thing was that like he was the black sheep of the family, like the fuck up, right? So like I guess you know with yeah, but like him having the the fuck up girlfriend, but you don't get that though. Like, you don't really yeah. get that in all the development that they try well, and do. You get that between the brothers. Remember the brother? Yeah, he's like, oh, you would be that black market fucking shit, right? Yeah, like, but, like, the brothers are a problem, too. You know, like, a Crispian's a piece of shit. Like, yeah. He's such trash. Like, I, I hate him. You know what's fucked up? Like, <laughs> I, I don't like that actor because of that role. Ever since, like, I saw him yes. as Crispian, like, every, everything I see him in, all these other, like, indie darling horror movies you see, um, like, he's in these movies, and I'm like, oh, you're just trash, dude. <laughs> it, yeah. It's like I treated fucking, what's his fucking name? Uh, the dude who played Punisher in the Netflix series. Like, when he oh, played uh, um, Shane. Berthold? Yeah, so he played Shane in Walking Dead, right? Uh, yes. Um, so I read the Walking Dead comic book, and in the comic book, you know, uh, you know the sun sh- shoots him in the forest. Yeah, Shane gets right? got like in so, like issue yeah. three or something. Yeah, you know, he, like he that, gets right? got like really early because Shane's a piece of shit, right? Yeah. So in the show, he continues to be a piece of shit for seasons on end, right? I think like like I stopped watching in season two because Shane was still alive. I'm like, why is this guy still here? He's supposed <laughs> to be fucking dead, and he's still being a piece of shit. So um, it was the same thing with this Crispian actor, dude. Like, I just don't like him. And Crispian's a piece of trash. Um, and his brother Felix is a piece of trash. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's it, that's the problem, ultimately, with the 27 minutes, right? Where yeah. it's like, that's a lot of filler for a lot of, ultimately, for fodder that we don't care about. But, it, but you know um, what it is? Like, I think we don't care about it in second watch. Yes. Because that's a, we yes. know... What exactly. like it leads to like like you don't know that these people are planning the fucking the deaths of their entire family for right. what was it like how much money was it I like it couldn't have been a lot of money because they were Dude, only talking about half a million each yeah I was like, like it, I was trying to do the math in like 2011 I was like so it worked I was like I was trying to calculate for inflation but it just doesn't sound like no that. you're not killing anybody for half a million you know. I'm, not you're not even just killing one person. Not you're a whole killing family. A family. <laughs> you, like that's the thing where I was like, but like you said, going back to that, where like on second watch, all these little details stand out a little rougher. Yeah, you like know, where uh, it's like, uh, ooh, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, for instance, there was a scene with Crispian and his father, where Crispian is, is saying, because I think he, he's like an author or something like that, a, a, right. an author and a professor, and and uh, he was saying, oh, um, it's been tough to get published and blah blah blah, and his father's like, you know, well, other you know authors also go through the same things and they find a way to kind of live and you know right thrive so he's obviously just looking for that handout and you see it the second time you're like this piece of shit he wanted a fucking handout so he probably would have canceled the plans if his father would have been like yo you know here's some money so he was looking for money so like you don't notice that the first time around because you're like oh whatever you know but but the second time you're like there you go he was looking for money that brings us to our, our next big conversation where it's like on second time around, there are a lot of things that like I noticed that are a lot better the second time around. So like, uh, for instance, like the first big one that jumped out that I just wanted to point out. Uh, so the sister who's like a, a former track star or whatever, she's getting ready to run out of the room, the run out of the <laughs> yeah. house. The one that's like, you don't believe in me, mommy. Why don't they believe in me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, there's a second where she, before she gets to run, she cracks her neck 
And it's so cool because I remember it like the first time I I know I didn't pay attention to it, but the second time now that I knew the wire was coming, yeah. I was like I was like oh that's why they they made her like do the yeah, whole neck cracking. Like, oh, let me crack my neck and let me do a little stretch before I run into the wind before and then I slice my neck yeah. on this on this fucking which is but again it's that's a dope that's a dope death. Like yeah. that's a good kill right there. And um, like they hit the wire well. And, oh like, yeah. W- yeah. When you finally see it, it's still kind of out of focus, but you see like the you see it shaking. Yeah, you, you know? see it reverberating, and then the yeah. blood dripping off of it. Um, which leads me to uh, another good point. Like the movie is full of good fucking shots. You know. Yes. Uh, it's full of good cinematography, and I know that's the fucking film school boy inside Adam Wingard <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite scenes uh, just shots in in the movie is um when uh one of the guys chases uh the other guy's wife into the neighbor's house and after he kills her with that axe which gets stuck in her skull right which is also fucking dope he sits down next to the dude he killed at the beginning of the movie and he's just listening like to that song on repeat and you get a wide shot of that going on and then the dead body on the floor with the axe in the head and I'm like, oh, you know, that's that's and good shit. Before that too, where she's looking like she's like yelling at the the window. Yeah. And then, then you see like the kinda the goat mask kinda like in yeah, the focus. That, yeah, they do yeah. that throughout the movie, and I think yeah. that that that's super smart. Um they do that, you know, it was like in Hush. Remember Hush? How that yes. that same thing happened because of the glass. Uh another awesome like sequence was when uh Felix uh stabbed his brother like a bunch of times like yes that action sequence like the action shots there of just the stabbing like was just pretty fucking awesome it was very very realistic like primal and just like it just seemed like it was well thought out and choreographed you know yeah look as to look brutal and fierce you know what i mean yeah it looked like someone put the thought into a basic motion of someone killing their brother yeah so it's like it's it's not only the emotion but like the aggression and the kind of like the feelings you must be going through for like you know what i mean like you're right there's a lot of thought put into that like making it look like yeah yeah, because like he's killing his brother it looked like a crime of passion Right? Yes, yes. Like it looked like yo, like this dude, like he was like, "Fuck it, just let me do it." And then he himself was surprised, like, "Oh shit, I did it!" But he's still alive. Let me just keep stabbing him yes. until he goes down. You know, so you know, yeah, that yeah. was a very dope scene. Uh, that's ultimately like what brings me to you know. Uh, so yeah, it's a lot of filler in the beginning that I did like the first time around. I remember liking. I was like, oh, they gave all these people a little bit of characters uh, before they killed them. But, trash like, characters. Yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> the second time around, yeah, it's trash. But like, they still work as fodder. Like the deaths are still good. Like all of that, like technical stuff and the kills. Like yes, we we agree. talk about here all the time. Where it's like, no, you gotta nail the kills, dude. And, and the kills are fucking nailed 100% in my opinion. I, like, every kill is different. And every kill is thought out in terms of the physics in, of the environment. Yes. You know? yes. Uh, like, for instance, um, when the mom, Barbara Crampton, right? When Yeah, shout out to Barbara sleeping, Crampton. Right? Shout yeah. out to Barbara Crampton. She, she was the first one, right? Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no. She, no the, 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 first the daughter was... with the neck was the first. No, 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 no. No, no, the guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her boyfriend, who was played by Ty West, a director. Uh, Ty West is the guy who directed um, 
What do you do again? Thomas? Oh, dude, he's done like uh, so. He's done uh, like the the sacrament. Remember that one? You ever yes. see the sacrament? Uh, yes, he, yes, I have actually. It was pretty he, good. Yeah, he's done like shit like that. He's done VHS. He's done some shit for that. Yeah, did, so they're uh, like you know House like of the Devil film school buddies. Yeah, House yeah. of the Devil and uh, the Innkeepers was the other one that, that he yes, did. Yes, yes. Uh, House of the Devil was actually pretty good. Uh, the Innkeepers is overrated. Um, it is. I, I thought it was good the first time around because I really wanted to like it, but I was like, no, this is very boring. Um, sorry, Ty West. But yeah, but, 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 but yeah, for but him Ty to West be, was, yes. was the first kill of the movie. And that one was dope too because he recognizes something off in the window. Like, wait a minute, why does that look a little weird? Like, and he's noticing, you know, like some activity going on outside. And then you get these cool action shots of just the arrow going. But then the Barbara Crampton scene. You get this cool shot of the guy just kind of sliding from underneath the bed. Yes. And then he has a machete and you're like, no, no. This is when you kind of know it was no holds barred in this movie. When you're like, oh, maybe he missed. When you hear her scream, you're like, oh, maybe she moved or something. And then they come running up and, you know, I'm ex- the first time around I was expecting, oh, maybe she is like, you know, trying to hide while this guy's trying to fucking, you know, take on her. But no, you see a fucking a machete sticking right out of her skull. Like, the kills, as I was saying, they're all very different. So, so you have that one. You have uh, a blender fucking being oh, uh, yeah. pretty much driven into uh, the fucking bad guy's skull. So, right? interesting note about that, too. Uh, so, Aaron, her first kill is... 47 minutes that's so, interesting so when because that's our final yeah, girl yeah when she starts being the final girl it's like 45 minutes into the movie and you know who her first kill is right yeah the fucking that that one dude the, that's that one dude you know who played him no no simon barrett ah <laughs> uh, nice see yes. that's the way you do it dude that's yeah, the way you simon do it simon barrett simon barrett took that first one for the team man he got his head pounded in with that fucking fucking tenderizer man yeah like yeah. that's what i'm saying like like you're absolutely right there's a lot of just good uh you know yeah they they tried to give character to the characters and that's fine in retrospect i did like it back then now i don't but i'm glad the other stuff holds up right? yeah like, big time watching, yeah watching it again i'm glad like once it gets going then I'm like, oh yeah, this is a good movie. So I remember, like, watching it again. I was like, I I remembered why I liked it so much the first time. Yeah, Cause, like, um, because you kind of forget that first like twenty something minutes, right? Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, it's funny because my wife uh walked in and sat down after all that bullshit started going on, you know? Right. With the, you know, like after the dinner stuff and she was like, oh, this is that movie about that. And she remembered exactly what it was, but then she couldn't, you know, uh unglue her eyes from the tv because after it starts going you're it's, in this mode like holy yes. shit what's gonna happen next and like they do a good job of of of, of building that suspense and, and and that thrill and just like once you're in it with uh Aaron, you're in it till the end you're like oh shit like because everyone's such a piece of shit and you're like <laughs> oh this girl seems to be the only one with common sense here yeah i'm i'm totally for her right and then everyone else is freaking out everyone's just dying fucking left and right and Aaron's just there in a survivalist compound because you're like well, how the fuck that happened and then you find out but like l- legit like the the last two thirds of the movie is definitely worth sitting through 
that first half. You know what I mean? Yeah, that first third of the movie. That's where it gets into the good home invasion stuff, where it's like, yeah, like no, you're using the full uh, the full layout of the house, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like very smart ways to use it. Like, and um, it's funny. You know, what's funny too. Like, like speaking of that, is how Barbara Crampton's character like noticed some funny things right in the beginning but then they completely ignored their gut so like the door was unlocked and open right from the get-go yes right and then she was cleaning and heard that fucking thud um in one of the upstairs uh bedrooms and it, it just so happens that that guy is probably the guy who fucking stuck the machete right in her skull yep. um he was living in the fucking closet the entire time for days dude which, yeah which is which is a smart thing like which shows you the length that these guys went to get this job done, right? Because it was a job. These guys got paid to kill off this family. Yeah, that's right? where it kind of falls apart, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you start thinking about the story, then it's like, oh, you know, because thinking about it again, I'm like, 500000 And this is still, like, this is before the brother dies. Like, yeah. but that's when the brother, when the other guy dies, then, you know, then the promise is like, oh, well, you'll get his share too. But yeah. it's like, yeah, so you were going to get, like two hundred thousand for killing a whole family, <laughs> and again, like, like where do the like, where do they come from? These people, like, you just hired these people to kill the whole family, you know? yeah. And it's like, why plus are the you... neighbors too, right? Yeah, and it's like, why are you still listening to him? Because you know, the whole thing is like, oh well, you won't, like, yeah, it's like, oh, you won't get paid if I die, or it's like, yeah, I like, know, and then, but then oh, like, they kill my brother. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish they were like, well, fuck it. We're not getting paid. Like, we're just doing this for us or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, I wish because they seem like badass fucking killers, right? But yeah. then they were kind of just kind of, oh, just in it to win it for the money, you know? Yeah. Um, but they got, like, got real good, though. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when you start thinking about the little stuff like that. You know, where it's like, yeah, if they're super professionals, if it's to the point where one guy has a headphone in his ear and he's listening to shit, it doesn't quite match up with the way they act. You get what I'm saying? Where it's yeah. like, because like you just said, they, they spent time in the house, they prepared all these traps, and like, they they killed the neighbors to make sure, like, no one interferes. Like, if you're doing all of that, you wouldn't act, like, in this certain way. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you know what it it's is small like, stuff like that. Where, but, to the credit of the characters, they definitely didn't bank on Aaron being a fucking survivalist. That you know was I mean? the other thing. Yeah, and so. also, I think they, it seemed like they planned out that first kill scene, that, you know, that dinner scene where, where they're just shooting arrows inside. I right. think they might've thought they would have gotten the bulk of the people in that room. Because right. they didn't expect anyone to kind of be alive or or just like kicking, you know what I mean? Yeah, because um, like yeah. like Crispin says, the plan was to keep Aaron alive through like the yeah, whole thing. as like a witness to be like, oh yeah, you see these crazy people kill the family and stuff. Yeah, but then Aaron completely was like, um, I'm not dying today. I'm good off this. That's what I'm saying. So like at the end of the day, you get like a final girl in a home invasion movie. Which yeah. is which is a neat blend, right? Like yeah. thinking about it, like on my end as like a final cap on what it does and what it does well. It's you're putting a it's a unique idea of putting a final girl with final girl skills in in a home invasion movie against like multiple opponents trying to oh, keep yeah. mul- multiple yeah, for sure, targets. Multiple opponents, absolutely. Like you get some cool stuff too, like that you wouldn't be able to pull off anymore, like with the 
like the camera, the flash. Yeah. That's still one of my favorite scenes, but like that's something you can't do ten years later because you don't have cameras like that anymore. And she bashes that guy's face in with a log. <laughs> yeah, and then her kills are satisfying, aren't they? Yeah, like, ab- yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then like at the very end, you're like, oh my god, I hope I hope uh, it doesn't go down the wrong because like a re- at the end of the movie, that cop shows up and shoots yes, her. The and final like, oh, twist. Oh, oh yeah. thank God, she just shoots. She gets shot in the fucking arm. After all that, imagine if she gets fucking killed by the cop because she she looks like, you know, the one attacking Crispian at the moment. Because she did stab him in the fucking eye, which is great. She She got him good, man. He he deserved that shit. He did. That's the thing, too. We talk about horror movies needing to punish the terrible people. And they do in this one. Yeah. (laughs) 100%. Like, they fucking do. And even the cop gets got. For being yes. a bad cop and shooting the wrong person. Yes. Uh, no shit, right? Her, her own, yeah, with her booby trap. It's funny. That's She sets up a bunch of booby traps in the movie, which I think yes. are also fucking genius. Like that one where um, uh, the nails go in the, like, in the board and it was super fucking smart because she did two of them. So you can only see one of them from outside the window. Right, yes. so you're safe, but then at the very baseboard of the fucking floor, um, there's one waiting for you right there, and it gets that guy. Like, listen, everyone gets fucked up in this movie. That's one thing that's awesome, right? Oh yeah, like yeah. everyone gets fucked up. All the killers get fucked up. Like yes. one of them gets stabbed in the fucking arm right away. Right, the other one get gets a nail in its foot. You know, the yes. other one gets stabbed in the face. Like it's it's good. It's good shit. Again, you have to sit through all the fodder in the beginning, which you'll end up learning it's fodder, you know, and it's just yeah. there for nothing. And you realize that these people are all trash because these brothers are killing their whole entire family for has to be less than $5 million. Yeah. I mean, like now in retrospect, you know, yeah, like, it's hey. like, no, you know, it's like, yeah, you're rich, but like, you know, you're going to kill your entire family, entire and, family and, for and their like, guests like for, for what? But yeah, but after you get past that story that kind of falls apart a little bit because of the characterization, um, you get to the fun stuff. You get to the gore. You get yes. to the fucking great action shots. That song that keeps playing throughout the movie, I think, uh, like works well with every kind of scene that it, it plays in. Yes. It's super smart, but legit. It's it's short enough where you won't even like you'll be into the movie already when you realize, oh, that first part, that boring part that we're talking about already passed. Because it's yes. like it ju- it's just shy of ninety minutes. I think it's like eighty eight, eighty nine minutes or something like that. But uh, I definitely recommend watching it. Out of our scale, text pay for it, wait for it, stay away from it. What do you say for your next? I would say wait for it. Like if 20, 2021 me yeah. would say wait for it. Twenty eleven me would say yeah, go see this shit. <laughs> yeah. But like now, like yeah. On Amazon, it's on Amazon Prime. If you're looking for something before, you know, check it out. Godzilla vs. Kong. You know, check this one out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would also say, I would say pay for it, you know? Yeah. Only because of just the action in the movie. It was cool. Um, It was cool enough. And then you do get that satisfaction of just these people just getting, like, completely obliterated. Yeah. Because they're just trash. So it's satisfying. It was satisfying to see my wife satisfied with this horror movie you know she, she, she and she's like oh i'm happy because everyone got what they were doing nice, and dude. and eric oh, yeah. lived and i'm like you know what that's exactly what it would you know okay that's yeah. the feelings 
uh, um, that the movie is supposed to stir up in the in the people. So I say go check it out if you have Amazon Prime. Um, if you do want to watch something that uh, is in the same category as Home Invasion, I definitely recommend The Collector. Um, Ooh, I, that is a good I one. know there's a, a part three in the works um, as well. Uh, so it's a trilogy, The Collection trilogy. Um, so The Collector, I recommend it because it's just... It's fucking brutal, man. It's a home invasion gone wrong because it, it falls into another home invasion, you know? It's yes. a home invasion within a home invasion. So the guy, a quick you know, synopsis is you have a guy breaking into a house to steal some shit. And that guy falls into this killer's like booby traps because he was already there scoping the place out. Yeah, you know? basically the way Aaron has booby traps everywhere. Yeah. That's, that's and, the idea, but yeah. like super, super amped up. Yeah, so I definitely recommend... Uh, the Collector. Um, I believe it's also on Amazon Prime, so you can also, you know, mm-hmm. check it out uh, as well as uh, checking out um, our main attraction f- uh, for tonight. So uh, check out The Collector. It's super brutal, but the story's good. There are some very cool action shots in that movie, cool kill scenes, a cool story too, because you don't expect all the, all the twists and shit that happen in there. So I highly recommend that one. Um, and thank you once again for joining us. This is episode 61 of the more the official Court Feed podcast. And with me always is Nick Valdez. Tex, it was a good one, buddy. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. Um, and big thank you once again to Dell for the art and Glenn Morowski for the music. Check out our social feeds, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, check out the website. Um, it, it leads you straight to the SoundCloud if you don't want to download SoundCloud. So you can check out the morgue on SoundCloud. You can also check out the morgue on Apple podcast um and once again folks it's a scary world out there but we're here to walk through it